Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you're pregnant, a prescription to stay in bed for an extended period of time may seem like a luxury. However, bed rest during pregnancy can be challenging. So why are women put on bed rest and does it really help? I'm Jackie Heiner, an RN with Sharp Grossman Hospital, and this is Preggy Pals, Episode 16. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant, and I have to exercise? What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? <laughs> Gotta make these pants fit. I've got cankles. What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms, and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Sunny Galt. Preggy Pals is now available on the go. You can purchase our apps in the Amazon and Apple stores. If you have any comments about our show or questions for our team of experts, you can call the Preggy Pals hotline, and that number is 619-866-4775, or send us an email through our website. And I have received some emails about birth stories. We are sharing birth stories through our website, and we're going to be chatting with our panelists as well as our listeners about their birth stories via video Skype. So we already have a couple interviews posted. Be sure to check those out and uh, you can do so on our website. Just click on birth stories. If you would like your birth story to be featured, go to preggypals.com slash submit your story and send us some initial information. Okay, let's introduce some of the panelists here in the studio. Hi, I'm Jackie Kleber. I am 25 and my due date is November 29th with a little surrogate baby girl. Um, I do have a three-year-old son at home and I am a birth doula. My name is Misty Davies. I am 33. I'm a gemologist. I'm due October 10. Uh, I'm having a little girl. I don't have any other children, and I'm hoping for an unmedicated hospital birth. My name is Christina Hewlett, and I'm 35. I have a little girl at home. I was put on bed rest and for 10 days in the hospital with her, and she's doing great. <laughs> and uh, she's my only child, and I had her via C-section. Okay, I'm excited to hear your story. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rebecca Harrison. I'm 32 years old. I'm a skincare professional with Mary Kay. My due date is the 11th of September with a baby girl. This is my third. I have two, um, two little boys, and I am going to have a water birth at a birth Ooh, center. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm excited. And so you're in the skincare profession, so you can make us all look pretty while we're pregnant, right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks for joining us, ladies. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
All right, so we are going to move into our news headlines, and these are headlines, uh, pregnancy headlines that are making news around the internet. And if you guys want to check out some of the stories we think are a little more interesting, you can check out our Preggy Pals Pinterest board. So for today, we are talking about Tori's spelling. She has made so much money off being pregnant and having babies, and who she has babies with, and who she's with, and all that kind of stuff. She released this photo on her website, which is toryspelling.com. If you guys want to check out the photo, and she's pregnant again. I believe this is her fourth baby and as you know she's known for having a pretty good body she's a pretty skinny thing and um, she is in a bikini in this photo and uh, very proud of it I don't know how many months um, she is now but let's just say she has quite the belly and she's pretty much all belly I mean that, that's all she really is anyway she's getting a lot of flack from people and if you are to check out her her website there as you know people can be, can be really rude about this kind of stuff so I wanted to ask you guys is this picture that I have here is that um, appropriate should we be monitoring more closely what we're wearing I mean a lot of people in this article said listen she already has three kids I think one is a seven year old they're like mommy needs to put on some clothes here. Um, so what are your guys' opinions? Jackie, let's start with you. How is it any different from a Victoria's Secret model? Just that she's I pregnant. Mean, really? Just that she's pregnant. <laughs> I mean, you never see Victoria's Secret models obviously being pregnant, but that yeah, would be yeah, interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, no. Heidi Klum yeah. did her thing, but she, did, she didn't do it for Victoria's Secret no. while pregnant. But who cares? Really? I know. Well, like, yeah. I'm jealous. I wish I could look like her. <laughs> Exactly. I wish I had gotten that big to look that good, to get into a bikini and flaunt it. That was what I was hoping for. I know. And I totally got robbed. So I think I'm jealous. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty much just a little string bikini. She does have, you know, a little something. I don't know, mesh thing over it. A little cover up. Um, But, you know, she is sporting the bump, you know. Misty, what what would you do? I, I mean, I would do the same thing if I could. I mean, she looks good. I I don't see anything wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And Rebecca, you've had three kids. So how did you sport your bump? (laughs) (laughs) Well, with the first, um, I didn't have a summertime to really sport too much of it. The second, um, I tried to cover up with a one piece, which it's... It, it didn't work so well. So <laughs> now I don't care. It's it's all about my two-piece string bikini. And yeah. It's just more comfortable that way. You're huge. You're in the summertime. You're hot. Why are you going to cover up so much that now you're going to be, like, feeling claustrophobic in your clothes? Right. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Plus, yep. you need to tan during the summer. So. You do. It's <laughs> nice. I, th- I think tan bellies are really, you know, tan pregnant bellies are really pretty. But, uh, you know, I guess we kind of got to watch out for the sun and, and, and some regard. But at the same time, I know we're vitamin D deficient. Did you guys hear that episode? We just did an episode on uh, Preggy Pals about being vitamin D deficient. So we do need to get more sun. Um, you know, for me, when I was um, pregnant with my first, I have two boys, I was rocking a swimsuit. I don't know if I should have been rocking it, but it was a two-piece. And um, it was one of those ones where it had like an overlay in the middle but you could kind of remove it so I thought it was a clear it was or see-through you know like mesh yeah. overlay type thing um, but so if I really you know wanted to sport it you know I could kind of tuck it away or do whatever um, but it kind of opened kind of like a movie curtain type thing like <laughs> here's the show um, but um, for some reason that made me feel more comfortable than just having the bump out there um, but I really liked it but then I have to say with my second I don't know if I was a little more um, I, I can't say as because because I already had a kid, but I was a little bit more reserved in my my swimsuit. I had one more like a tankini type thing. So you could still see the bump, but it was a little more lower, the, the bump part that you could see. Um, but I love it. I love seeing 
mommy bumps. And I, I don't know if it's just because, you know, I'm a woman and I've been through it. And uh, But I support Tori. I think everyone else needs to pipe down. Well, thanks for sharing your opinions, ladies. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, today we're talking about bed rest, and joining us here in the studio is Jackie Heiner. She is an RN with Sharp Grossmont Hospital. So, Jackie, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I should clarify, we have two Jackies in the studio. <laughs> I don't know how you guys want to do this. Panelist Jackie and expert Jackie. Some of our women here have been on bed rest. Um, Christina was on bed rest with her first first, yes, and, only, first and only first and only baby. <laughs> yeah. um, and so we're going to get some of those perspectives as we go through this uh, conversation. Let's talk about bed rest in general. So, Jackie, how many pregnant women are placed on bed rest in the United States. Is this something that, you know, the numbers are growing or are we pretty much staying the same? What do the numbers look like? Um, well, there's probably about a million women throughout the United States that are put on bed rest annually at some point during their pregnancy. Um, so it is probably one of the most commonly prescribed therapies um, for to help with preterm labor or um, any complications of pregnancy. So um, we are seeing uh, a little bit more uh, women being placed on bed rest, um, especially with those that are having multiples um, with, you know, twins, um, triplets, um, because they have a higher uh, incidence of going into preterm labor. Mm -hmm. And so we do see more of those mommies being placed on bed rest. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now for the women here in the studio who went on bed rest, why did your doctor want you to go on bed rest? I was, I had preeclampsia. Okay. So, yeah, um, the high blood pressure was way too high, and they, they forced me, basically. <laughs> yeah. At how many weeks? I was 26 weeks, six days. Okay. So how long were you on put on bed rest for? Uh, I only made it 10 days. She was born at 28 weeks, two days. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow, so she was a tiny little thing she when she came two out. She was 2 pounds, 8 <gasps> ounces. Oh, oh my. Yeah. When I went into the hospital, they said they did an ultrasound, and they said, oh, she's 2 pounds. That's, you know, pretty good. And I was like, really? And then when she was born at 2 pounds, five oun- or 8 ounces, I was like, where'd she get the 8 ounces? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those things are always up. <laughs> they always go back and forth with uh, how much they weigh. Okay, and did you feel? Um, overall that it helped being put on bed rest? Maybe physically it did. Mentally, it was really tough. Tell me about that. Um, It was a really fast transition from, you know, being free out in the world to being not able to really leave a a hospital room. Okay. um, And really not being able to leave my bed. Uh, The the first two days, I was bedridden. I mean, I couldn't get up. Right. The medication they gave me was to basically loosen all of my, um, you know, I, I guess my veins or, you know, whatever, um, because my blood pressure was very high. It was like 168 over 110, wow. which is really high. That's really high. Yeah. They told me, they were like, you need to go to the hospital right now. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. I drove myself. <laughs> oh, you oh crazy thing. Oh, my I goodness. I didn't realize. I didn't really know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, And then it was immediately like... They, I was sitting in um, 
you know, the room and they said, okay, take off all your clothes and here's, you know, a robe. And I was like, is somebody going to tell me what we're doing? Because I'm a little confused. Really? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. And um, a nurse finally stopped and said, okay, this is what's happening. Your blood pressure is just way too high. And then they immediately put in um, magnesium sulfate and um, then I got sick and they had to give me other medication. And I also had diabetes. Gestational? Gestational diabetes. So then they had to control my my sugar too. So I was getting all kinds of other medications that I had never gotten before either. And so I just felt really like I was at their mercy. I had no control. Mm -hmm. And I thought I walked in. I walked in. And now I can't even get out of bed. Right. It was very, it was very sad. I I was very sad. Yeah. And I actually wrote two days of blogging or, you know, blogs. And my husband said, I don't think you should, I don't think you should really um, let anybody else read that. It's very negative. It's kind of a downer. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's how I feel. (laughs) So, um, you know, for the 10 days, I really just... The medication they gave me was just made me really loopy and out of it. So people thought, oh, you have plenty of time to like email and text and social media. And, you know, like you could read books and watch movies. But the medication I was on just didn't really allow for it. It makes you really loose and loopy. And so I like had no real, you know, ability to do any of that stuff. Right. So I felt really lonely. Right. And TV was boring. And your eyes don't focus on the magnesium sulfate either, so it was really hard to see. I just really wanted somebody in the room with me. So you were pretty much by yourself most of the time. Well, obviously people were caring for you, but right. as far as you didn't have any family that were right there all the time or anything? Well, my mom was there. My grandma my grandma was the best because she just came in and watched TV with me. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't ask questions. She didn't do anything. She, it was just somebody there holding your hand. Yeah. You know, and it was nice. I was yeah. like, oh, you're the best. <laughs> you know, and other people who came to visit, friends, lots of friends came to visit, but they all were asking all the same questions that everybody else right. asked and you were inundated in the end, I just said, any questions you have, direct them to my husband. Because right. I don't want to have to answer that 5,000 times over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was just, I, I was dying for news of the outside world. Like, the news was boring. I wanted, like, real life, like, oh, my gosh, there was a total huge accident on the 805 South. <laughs> and it, you know, made everything horrible. Or, oh, there was, I, on my way home from work yesterday, there was a guy on the right side of the road. Like, that was the weird stuff I wanted, right. you know? right. And it kind of made it worse. It was May, and it was beautiful, and it was raining, Aww. and I was stuck in a room, and I got to see the outside world, but I didn't get to open a window. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. it was sad for me. Jackie, what's your experience been? Obviously, you know, you help women who have been mm-hmm. on bed rest or are on bed rest. Right. How did they, first of all, react to the news? Is it shocking for most people? It's hard. Um, I think what you said is exactly what other women would say is the whole loss of control. Like, all of a sudden, you're an independent person. You're working. You're out in the world doing, you know, living your own life. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you come into the hospital and... Um, you really don't have any control over over what's going on. Um, what makes me sad is that they didn't explain to you at the very beginning what was going to happen because that's something that we 
want to try and do to kind of prepare you a little bit for what's going to happen. Um, but what is that, by the way? What, with, what do you usually say to them? Uh, well, with the magnesium, we let them know that the reason we're starting it is because um, not really to prevent uh, high blood pressure, to control the high blood pressure. It's really to prevent seizures. Um, with preeclampsia, that's one of the things that can um, uh, it can happen. It, it'll progress into eclampsia, and you may start having seizures, um, which is obviously very life-threatening for mommy or baby. Um, and so that medication makes you feel yucky, just like you said, so bad. Um, very yucky. Um, it makes you very, feel weak, hot flashes, headaches, dizziness, mm-hmm. and the fact that you couldn't get out of bed um, is because of that medication. You know, you're, you're pretty weak. We really don't want you getting up and falling because that would be even worse. <laughs> um, but um, but that is a, a definite precaution that we have to take when you when you have that kind of medication going. So um, I think it's really important that um, us, even as nurses and with the physicians also, that we explain to you ahead of time because, like I said, um, you're coming into the hospital and all of a sudden, your whole world is kind of turned upside down, you know? Yeah. And, and that, that is hard. And especially if you have other children at home that you have to care for, um, you need to make plans. You need to, yeah. you know, talk to your husband or your support person or your family and say, you know what, I'm really going to need some help. Um, or if, you know, for our, for our people that are in the military and they don't have family here. Um, my husband was in the Air Force and we were stationed in um, Wyoming and um, I had my daughter and I didn't have anybody with me and I got sick and so there were some issues with that too because um, luckily I had my friend there um, but there's some people that just don't have anybody around and yeah. so to try and get that uh, help to come in is, is extremely important. For Christina, she um, had preeclampsia but there are other reasons that women are put on bed rest so let's talk about some of those. Um, um, probably the most common ones are preterm labor, okay. um, preterm uterine contractions, or um, if their water uh, bag breaks early. Um, those are the two biggest reasons that they're put on, on bed rest. Uh, for the patients that have um, their water break early, the reason we put them on bed rest is because one of the dangers of that is that the cord, uh, the baby's umbilical cord, will slip through um, through the cervix, and that right there is a medical emergency for the baby because not enough blood and oxygen are getting to the baby. And so we want to kind of prevent that from happening. Um, and then with preterm contractions, you know, the studies really don't show that there's a benefit either way of putting mommies on bed rest for that, Um, but that is probably the most common um, therapy that's prescribed for for those patients. Um, But really the thought is to decrease the activity, decrease the strain, um, and hopefully that will decrease the contractions. But um, like I said, there's nothing that's really um, in the literature, in the research that says that absolutely bed rest is the number one uh, therapy that we should be prescribing because it does help decrease the rate of preterm births. So at this point, there's nothing to say that it does help or there's nothing to say that it doesn't help right? Either. So it's right. kind of like, you know, that's 22. <laughs> We've always done it this way, so we're going to continue yeah. until we have more um, more information. What determines if someone is put on bed rest at home versus bed rest in a hospital? Um, it really depends on um, the baby's status because um, we do monitor the baby um, pretty closely. So if the baby's looking good, then that's reassuring. Um, it's also depending on how often contractions are occurring, like if it's pre- preterm birth or preterm labor. 
Um, obviously, if we're having more than six contractions in an hour, that's a very um, kind of a signal to say that maybe you should stay here for a little longer. We need to maybe give you some medications to try and stop that, those contractions. Um, if a woman's water bag breaks, of course, we have to keep her in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, incompetent cervix is also another reason that um, women are placed on bed rest, and um, it's really due to... Um, I don't really like the word incompetent. It makes I know it it's, seem it's like sounds you like can't, yeah, you like got a failing your grade body or can't something, do it, you, you know? know, but that's, <laughs> that's what it's called. Um, um, oftentimes women are given a place with a cerclage and it's like a little stitch in the cervix to kind of keep it closed. Um, so if any of those issues are, are, um, getting worse, I guess, um, then the decision may be to keep her in the hospital. We have some tests. Um, it's called uh, fetal fibronectin. I don't know if you guys have had that um, mm-hmm. before. Um, it's um, a, a little swab that we do with a Q-tip inside the, um, the cervix, and it's a pretty good predictor of labor, if labor will occur, if labor will not occur within the next two weeks. Um, if it's negative, then we kind of have a better idea that you probably won't be going into labor in the next couple weeks. But if it's positive, it doesn't really help us other than we know that it's positive and you may or may not go into labor in the next couple weeks. Um, so that may also be a determining factor. Um, we also do ultrasounds uh, to determine fe- uh, cervical length. Um, because if we're seeing that the cervix is um, getting shorter and shorter, then that means that the cervix is starting to efface, and so then you have more of a risk of having preterm labor or a preterm birth. So all of those issues we need to uh, take into account. Um, it's a possibility that, you know, mom may not be able to stay on bed rest at home just because of, you know, we have other kids, we have other, <laughs> you know, responsibilities, we have a life outside the hospital kind yeah. of a thing. And um, so we t- all those things need to be taken into consideration, right. you know, to determine whether she it's a, it's a, she's an okay candidate to stay at home on bed rest or does she really need to be in the hospital. Right, right. And speaking of which, I know, Rebecca, you're not on bed rest this time. Obviously, you're here in the studio. <laughs> <Thank> um, <laughs> right. But you have experienced this in the past. Did you have any children prior to being on bed rest? No. No, so you didn't have first. to worry about that. Um, tell us a little bit about your bed rest experience. Um, well, I think mine was kind of a unique experience because um, my nephew had actually passed away. And mm-hmm. I was in um, I was in the hospital that day while he um, was in um, ICU, mm-hmm. and so um, it was a, a really stressful time. And I think that that um, and a combination of not drinking water and not having enough nutrition that day it was just an extremely stressful time. Well, for my whole entire family, but um, sorry. Oh, it's okay, sweetie. Mm-hmm. But it was just really hard and. Um, that day I started having a lot of contractions and we were at children's and so I knew Mary Birch was like right next door and they're like oh you need to go next door and get checked out I'm like no I'm not (laughs) Um, so and I called my midwife and I was like this is or sorry my my doctor because I had a doctor at that time and I was like this is what's going on they're like you need to go to the hospital I said oh no I'm not (laughs) I'm in the hospital if anything happens I'm there don't worry about it you know I'll be fine um, and it just kept getting stronger and stronger it was my first so I was like what the heck's going on Um, I think at about midnight ish, we um, my husband's like we I have to take you in. So we ended up going in um, to the doctor's office and um, actually to the um, to um, I can't Triage. remember. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't know what it's called. We're to the hospital where they you birth 
children. <laughs> <laughs> See pregnancy brain? Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't work so well here. Um, and they, they kind of got on my case and, well, I had a total breakdown and yelled at them and they're like, okay, calm down. I'm like, just check me out. Let me know what's going on. Um, and so I was in preterm labor and they, um, I was about a month roughly a month, five, I think five weeks early. And so they were still kind of concerned about that. They're like, well, it shouldn't be too big of a deal, but you never know. Um, so they gave me a shot of something that made me like, I don't know what it was, but it made me so jittery. I sat there shaking in my bed. Um, I think that sounds about right. Um, and then they did it again before I left. Oh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It was worse than coffee. And I don't even drink coffee. So I'm sitting there. I'm just shaking uncontrollably. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? You're not keeping me, right? Because I don't want to stay here. Um, and it ended up that the stress test and um, everything else was fine. Um, my water was fine. My cervix was fine. Everything um, ended up just – it was just – due to the stress, I think. And so they're like, okay, you have to be on bed rest for the rest of your pregnancy. And I said, okay, sure. (laughs) That's a really good point. And I do want to finish your story. But if you're Uh put on bed rest, Uh are you put it on, you know, for the rest of your pregnancy, you can't come off of it? Not necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily. It could be just for a short period of time, you know, depending on how often you're contracting or if those contractions resolve in a reasonable amount of time. I see. Um, And there are different levels of bed rest. Um, There's light, moderate, and strict Strict bed rest is those ones that you just need to stay in bed. Yeah. Can't really do a whole lot of chores, no lifting, anything like that. You can get up to go to the bathroom, but um, other than that, you're pretty much in bed. Um, moderate bed rest, you may be able to get up um, a couple times during the day, um, you know, take a shower, kind of do what you need to do, and then get back into bed. Um, it's probably about, you know, eight-hour time frames that you're looking at um and then light um or light bed rest could be like maybe um maybe one hour um of just complete rest maybe three times a day and of course no lifting um greater than 10 pounds so there are different types of bed rest but it just really depends on the situation and what your doctor or your midwife prescribes for that so rebecca what kind of bed rest were you put on um at first it was strict bed rest and i was like all right fine whatever i could take a nap all day long yeah because i was tired anyway and i was huge and so at that point i was like okay whatever that's fine um however after a day or two of that, I'm like, I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. And we didn't have a TV, oh. so, and no internet. So I'm like, hmm, awesome. <laughs> and my friends and family were busy because, you know, people have to work or whatever. Yes. They can't just come over and entertain me. So um, there's only so many books you can read yeah. after. You needed oh. Christina's grandma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you needed a grandma. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have one of those right now. <laughs> I'll adopt one. <laughs> so at first it was it was strict, and then they had me come, I think, a week, a week, about a week later. Um, and they're like, well, we still want you to be on bed rest because you're still really stressed. But um, it can be it can be moderate. You can get up and do stuff. So I kind of took a little bit of liberty with that, <laughs> probably a little too much. And then I went back again. They're like, okay, you're good, but we still want you to be on rest as much as possible. And I didn't have a job at the time, so it was fine with me. But um, 
cleaning carpets, I don't know if that was the best thing to do. <laughs> but um, I figured it was so late in my pregnancy that it was like, all right, if if he comes, he comes, and I think he'll be fine. Yeah. So, and he ended up being a, a pretty big baby. He was almost nine pounds, twenty two oh, wow. inches. He was wow. fine. Yeah, he was. He was good, and he was technically ten days early. Yeah, uh, mm. you know, from wow. the date that they had given me. So. <laughs> like okay, well, if he's ten days early, imagine ten more days. Right? Like, yeah. And you're so tiny. Where did you I keep know. that baby? Um, <laughs> on my back. <laughs> Backing up in my ribs. <laughs> yeah, they they stay. Yeah. So, Christina, what are some of the things that you did on bed rest? Um, as far as activity is concerned, were you really limited, or did um, you push the boundaries a little bit? I did not push the boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> um, coloring books were nice. Um, I had uh, my um, my aunt brought me coloring books. They I it was very childlike and it was just fun. It was something that was easy to do, especially with the medication I was on. Um, I did try to text, but it was like I said on the magnesium. It's very hard. Yeah. Um, then, well, you were in the hospital too, so it's not like yeah. you could get up and do household chores no. like what we're talking about. I, yeah. I couldn't even walk the ward though. Like they wouldn't even let me do that. That was really sad. <laughs> And I was like, can I get a pedicure? Can I do something? <laughs> and they were like, no. They looked at me like I was really crazy. But, you know, it was like, I was like, well, okay. Can I get a massage? And they were like, mm, no. So I, I didn't do a whole lot. You know, I mean, I slept a lot. I listened to the baby's heartbeat a lot. Yeah. Because um, they had me on monitors all the time. So, you know, I could always hear her heartbeat. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. But... Um, I actually did share a room with someone else, and I actually... Oh, that's a little awkward, too. Well, yeah. sh- there was a bathroom between us, but yeah, um, I paid attention to what her family did. <laughs> <laughs> she had a more interesting family than you, is that what you're She saying? did. I mean, in, in certain ways, you know, they could come in the middle of the day. I was thinking, what do they do? <laughs> you know, and so you, ca- I kind of got a little bit of, you know, interest there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Daytime TV was boring, so it's okay that you didn't have it, really. Honestly, <laughs> you weren't missing anything. Yeah, you weren't missing anything. Because, yeah, you know, there's only so many episodes of Food Network. You can watch the same thing. You're like, you just showed this a week ago. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Um, I did have my husband brought my um, my computer, my laptop. Yeah. And he brought a bunch of DVDs. He rented a bunch of DVDs from, like, the Red Box. Okay. And I was able to watch those off and on. So, you know, between naps and stuff. So I got a lot in a lot of movies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So that was nice because that was really, like – non-interactive you know like I said I just wanted people around me who kind of just sat there and held your hand and you know the best times were my husband got off of work and came over and he was like okay I'm bringing you food and ate with me instead of I mean there are people who brought like oh I brought you cookies or oh I brought you you know lunch or whatever but then they just sit there and watch you eat (laughs) and you're like um awkward hi (laughs) I'm feeling my face um or when my husband would crawl into bed with me yeah that was the best yeah so, yeah, that was pretty much all I did. Right. <laughs> what do you recommend, Jackie, that women do when they're on bed rest? Um, well, when, in your situation, you were in the hospital. And, yeah. and in the hospital, it's a little bit um, 
I guess, trickier just because you're away from all of your stuff. You know, uh, we've had patients come in and they bring all kinds of stuff for them to do. Some of them do scrapbooking. Um, some people um, bring their laptops in. Uh, we have, you know, Internet and stuff. So they do um, blogging. There are a lot of um, support groups, even online support groups for bed rest, um, if you're on bed rest. So that kind of helps out. Um, but I think the big, the biggest thing is um, missing their friends and family um, coming in. So if you can have them, you know, at some point, you know, maybe on shifts, come over and just kind of yeah. say hi and stay with you for a little bit. Um, you know, people, they read a lot of books, TV. Um, like I said, scrapbooking is probably a big one. Journaling. I really liked your idea of journaling and, and writing down your experiences because, um, that kind of helps you reflect on what happened. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just kind of a nice, a good way to remember, you know, exactly kind of what, what you went through. And so um, a lot of people do that. They have a lot of, they have journals. Um, I've seen quite a few people color. <laughs> and when you said that, I just thought, oh, yeah, that's not that's not uncommon, actually, yeah. because it's um, easy. Um, it's entertaining. It's something creative that they that they come up with. So um, that's really not uncommon. So, oh, good. I'm yeah. not strange. <laughs> You're not strange. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, you know, in the hospital is a different situation. At home, you have probably a little bit more liberty um, to do a little bit more organization. You know, I've read all kinds of things that help, you know, with bed rest. And, you know, now with our cell phones, one of the tips we're saying, you know, to, to uh, organize your address book. Well, we don't really have address books anymore because <laughs> we all, all our contacts are on our cell phone. Um, the nursery, you know, trying to get the nursery together as long as you're not on complete strict bed rest. Um, so, you know, there's a, quite a few activities. A lot of it has to do with what you can and, and, and can't do um, while, you know, you're on bed rest. If you can get up and move around, then maybe you have a little more freedom to do that at, at home. But in the hospital, it is a little bit harder. I have worked with nurses that do give pedicures, and so it is kind oh. of fun. Oh, so don't the nurse. You just have the right nurse. I'm not promoting that we give pedicures, but, um, but yeah, I mean, especially for, I mean, patients that have been in the hospital for a long time, I mean, we develop strong bonds. We've done baby showers for the for the patients <laughs> that have been in there uh, for a long time. But, um, yeah, it just really, you know, depends on your situation, yeah. of course. Um, and, you know, with having preeclampsia, it, it, that, that's a hard one. That's a real hard one. And, and I've taken care of quite a few moms that have preeclampsia. And, you know, it, it's, it's not fun for them. Um, but, you know, we want to make sure you have the best outcomes for you and your baby. Um, so it's just really depending on the situation, you know, that you're in. If you're at home, of course, you have a little bit more liberty than when you're in the hospital. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the possible complications of being on bed rest and how we can make the experience a little bit more enjoyable. We'll be right back. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Okay, welcome back, everyone. We are talking about bed rest, and we are discussing the topic with Jackie Heiner. She's an RN from Sharp Grossmont Hospital. So, Jackie, I know that there are potential complications from being on bed rest. So, let's explore some of these, um, and then I want to get you know basically pull some of our panelists here and see how they felt after having been on bed rest and had their babies. Um, some of the the common things that um, I've read about being tired or even being constipated. What are some of the things that that you that you hear? Um, constipation definitely is a big one. Even women that are not on bed rest can experience constipation, but even more so when you're on bed rest because you're not up and moving around. Okay. Um, so we want to make sure that we're having a, a diet high in fiber, lots of fruits and vegetables, water. Um, oftentimes we do prescribe uh, colates um, or a ty- type of stool softener um, to help with that just because, you know, you're not really getting the activity that you normally would. Um, weakness and ty- being tired definitely is probably another uh big complication. Um, The weakness is because you're not up and moving around so much, so your muscles actually start to become um, smaller or they atrophy little by little. The longer you're on bed rest, um, the more um, muscle weakness that we see. Um, And so um, to try and combat that, we have um, some exercises that can be done to help strengthen the muscles because you you do start to lose uh, muscle tissue over time. Doing exercises that can contract the muscles of the leg or the arms, um, doing um, uh, exercises of like circling the, the arms or the feet, um, squeezing stress balls. Those are another another thing that can, can be done to try and help with that. Um, and then because, you know, you're lying in bed all day, the tendency is to take long extended naps, and that does um, affect your sleep cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to take, you know, of course, take a nap during the day, you know, 20 minutes, an hour, but not hours and hours at a time because then, in turn, you are awake during the day, so then, it, I mean, during the night, um, so that can cause insomnia. So just a couple hours, you know, a couple naps during the day, maybe 20, 30 minutes, Uh, of course, no more than an hour, and then try and stay kind of on a regular routine. Uh, If you're on bed rest, which I know that can be like routine, (laughs) what are you talking about? You're you're on bed. That is my routine. (laughs) Um, But, you know, starting on the morning, eating breakfast, next thing, moving on to maybe answering emails or, um, you know, reading or that kind of a thing, but try and stay a little bit on a somewhat of a schedule to try and keep yourself at a fairly normal um normal pace because that does affect your circadian rhythm if you're sleeping a lot during the day and then you're of course you're going to be awake at night um back pain of course is problem back pain and muscle pains um because you're laying on 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 your sides or um you know for a while so that does put pressure on certain joints so try and moving from side to side a little bit you probably don't want to lay completely flat on your back because the babies really don't like that um it compresses you know the the artery that you have behind the uterus and so not a lot of blood and oxygen get to the baby and so we do see changes in the baby's heart rate um, with that so you know laying on your side either right or left doesn't really matter Um, or if you're sitting up a little bit of a tilt you know to just kind of move that uterus over a little bit Um, so all of those things can can help Um, so those are those are the big ones is being tired um, the muscle aches and pains and then constipation okay yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I have to ask you guys now, <laughs> Christina. You're looking at me like, yeah. I was like, check, I know. <laughs> check, <laughs> check, yeah. Pretty much all of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that you know the lying on your side always was really just 
it killed me. It hurt my hips really bad. And they even had to change my bedding out. You know, they gave me like a new mattress and everything. Yeah, we often try and do an air mattress. Yeah, so which I thought actually didn't help. It, it didn't help more. at all. Really? No, it was hard. Oh. I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> no, but I'll keep um, a mental note on that. I know. <laughs> I, I thought it, I thought it should be flipped over so that I, the, all the little holes were up on my hips so that I had like a little bit of airspace. And anyway, okay. um, <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, you know, it just I it was. All of those things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Check, 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 check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Rebecca? Um, I think it was more the, well, back pain, muscle soreness. Tire- I just tired all the time. Yeah. Even when I tried to stay awake, I'd still fall asleep. <laughs> and I, did, I was just bored out of my mind. And so when I'm bored, I either eat or sleep. Yeah. yeah. So... It's like, okay, do you continue to gain way too much weight <laughs> or do you sleep all the time? And which one did you choose? <laughs> um, kind of both. <laughs> eat, sleep, eat, sleep. And I had a, a water bed at the time. So I it wasn't too bad. However, sometimes it just was not enough support. So um, I, I just, it was just boring and tiresome and I just ached. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Just, do you find that a lot of women on bed rest do gain more weight in their know, pregnancy? You um, not not so much because if they are on bed rest for an extended amount of time, then they start to lose muscle um, tissue. So it's oh, actually, so they're losing muscle. So they're losing muscle. So they're losing. So it's not weight. good. So it's, it's not uh, good. Um, so it just really depends on the type of food that you're choosing. If you ate all fruits and vegetables, then it's not a big deal. But if you're eating <laughs> Twinkies and bonbons and ice cream, then that's probably not. Which the is best what we thing. all want. <laughs> all our cravings. Yes. No. I get that. Um, but actually, that's one of the big concerns. Is you know, I'm just I'm just in bed. You know, yeah, I need to eat, but I want I don't want to gain too much weight um, but if you're in, in bed rest for like an extended amount of time you're going to end up losing muscle tissue so that does affect your weight gain mm-hmm. um, so so yeah that's something to keep in mind but looking back I think that there were definitely things I, I would have done differently but I didn't know that's the thing I just didn't know so you know I would have packed a bag and had all of my undergarments <laughs> and all of my stuff in it you know because Honestly, my husband went home. He, one, didn't know where anything was. And, two, he grabbed all the wrong stuff. <laughs> you know? And I was just like, do you ever see me wearing these underwear? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, why are they in the drawer then? <laughs> you know? I mean, stuff like that. I, I, I would have prepared way earlier in advance. I mean, even though she, I was only 26 weeks, I should have been on top of it. Yeah. You know? Stuff like that. I mean... I was preparing. I had a, an appointment set up to have some hair removal. <laughs> and so I was a little shaggy. And I got I got put on bed rest on Thursday, and my appointment was the next Tuesday. So, And then <laughs> another 10 days passes. It, it wasn't pretty. Yeah. You know, like yeah. prepare. Right. Pre- as much pre- as you can. Pre- yeah. Preparation, I would have done a whole heck of a lot different. Yeah. yeah. Rebecca, what would you have done differently? Um, I guess there's really not much I could have done differently. Um. I just got antsy. I'm a, the type of person that I always have to move and do things. And um, so I just think maybe more visitors. I probably could have called more people and said, you know, hey, I need visitors instead of, no, don't worry about me. You know, and it wasn't like I was trying to be a martyr. I just didn't want them. I just didn't want my friends and family to be so concerned, you know, because for me, it really wasn't that big of a deal. But it was, you know, yeah. I'm a social person and I was stuck at home with my cats um, <laughs> and I love my cats. However, they slept <laughs> and they ate. So that didn't help me. So any. really, you're just mimicking your cats. Right? I know, That's right? 
So, yeah, it, I think just inviting more people and, and asking for help. I think um, for me, that was probably the biggest thing I I still need to do. Yeah. So I would I mean. have asked for help for my husband, actually, because he was a stress ball. And he was trying to get stuff together at the last minute for the nursery and stuff. And I was like, you know what? She's going to be in the hospital. She's yeah. a preemie. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, you're going to have time to do that. We'll sure. have time later. And he was just crazy. So I should have said, can you go over and help my husband whether he wants to help or not? Yeah. That would have been the smart thing to do, but I didn't remember that. I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> good. Well, good information, you guys, today. Thank you so much. I love listening to your guys' stories, and hopefully we help some women out there that uh, may be put on bed rest in the future. So we're going to continue our discussion about this online. Uh, we, of course, want to hear what your experience has been like, especially if you're on bed rest. You're probably on Facebook, right? It's a great, <laughs> great opportunity to join in on our conversation. So you can share those details on our Facebook page, or you can even comment on Twitter using the hashtag NewMommyMedia. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, before we wrap up today's show, we do have an email that one of our listeners sent us. This comes from Allison Davis. And Allison says, I'm really enjoying Preggy Pal so far. The episodes have been very interesting and informative. One thing that I do miss, though, is the ups and downs episodes and birth stories. I think it helped you to get to know the panelists, which was nice. And she says, this is my second pregnancy. But with my first, I really appreciated the birth stories. We'll love to hear these become part of the Preggy Pal's Format. So, Allison, thank you so much for your comment. Of course, we do welcome these types of comments from all of our listeners because this is your show, and we want to do things that would, of course, um, interest and benefit all of our listeners. So with ups and downs, we're not going to dedicate whole episodes to ups and downs. We will probably be releasing a smaller segment. As you guys know, we have segments at the beginning and the end of each show um, that are about, you know, between three to five minutes. So we'll probably launch some sort of segment in the future where our panelists can briefly mention something that's happening in their pregnancy that they want to share. Um, we're also going to launch a series where we follow three pregnant women from the very beginning of their pregnancies through the birth of their babies. And of course, in those whole episodes, they'll be sharing their ups and downs. So that's one way to get ups and downs into our format. Um, regarding birth stories, so we're doing something a little bit differently with our birth stories. We're not going to do whole episodes featuring you know our panelists sharing their birth stories after their babies are born. Instead, we are going to to be sharing birth stories via video Skype on our website. Now, the reason we're doing it this way as opposed to incorporating it into an episode is because I really wanted to reach out and be able to incorporate the birth stories of people all over the country or all over the world for that matter. With birth stories before, it's pretty much um, confined to the panelists that were in the studio. And there's so many great stories out there and I wanted to get the listeners involved. So if that is something that might interest you, we don't do it live. We record it in advance and then I make some small edits and I put it up on the website. If that interests you, uh, please let us know. There's actually an online application form you can fill out, which is at preggypals.com slash submit your story. And if you just want to watch some of the, the great 
um, birth stories that we already have up there. It's really fun because you get to see um, the panelist or the person that's sharing their story. You get to see their spouse or their partner. And you get to see the babies, too, which is always fun. Um, so if you want to check out those stories, just go to our website, preggypals.com. Uh, and under the blog section, there is a link for birth stories. So, Allison, I hope that answers your question. Um, we certainly do want to try to incorporate this type of content into our shows. We're just doing things a little bit differently. But thank you so much for your email. And we really do appreciate your support. So that wraps up our show for today. If you have any questions about today's topic or any pregnancy-related question, you can ask our experts. Simply send us an email or call our Preggy Pals hotline at 619-866-4775, and we'll answer your question on an upcoming episode. And if you have a pregnancy topic you'd like to suggest, we would love to hear it. You can visit our website, which is preggypals.com, and send us an email. All right, coming up next week, we are talking about pregnancy medications, what is in your cabinet, what you can take, and what you can't. Thanks for listening to Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of new mommy media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care, and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.